0: One of them's got a face for radio, and the other is blind as a bat. You be the judge of which is which. It's TM5, sponsored by Hannah Strawn Realty. Dan Marino should rot in hell. Nobody knows anything about brain. America! Who wants some Arnie? Palmies! Everybody love everybody! Jesus, what happened to your face? Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Do you not realize I have had diarrhea since Easter's? Good! West Georgia and welcome into the morning five podcast today is Thursday October 26th today's food of the day it's national fried steak chicken fried steak day I love chicken fried steak it's one of my favorite meals to come home to chicken fried steak mashed potatoes and green beans the combination is phenomenal so I am all here for National Chicken Fried Steak Day. Last night, the Hawks opened up their season in what can only be summarized as a miserable outing for every single Hawks player and Hawks fan. Trey Young had 23 points last night, 9 assists, and just shot horrendously. Horrible. I mean, just a terrible game from Trey Young. The 14 for 15 from the charity stripe is good, But the 4 from 19 from the field and the 1 for 9 from 3-point range is embarrassingly terrible. He looked awful during the game, taking ill-advised shots, not hitting anything, not getting into a groove. DeJounte Murray was the exact same. 11 points, 6 assists last night, 3 for 14 from the field, 0 for 3 from the 3-point line, 5 for 6 from the charity stripe, which is nice to see. But the 3 for 14 from the field, that's inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. The Hawks shot 39 of 93 overall from the field, which was good for 41%. (laughs) Horrendous. Trey and DJ went 7 for 33 from the field and 1 for 12 from 3-point range last night. The Hawks went 5 for 29 from 3-point range as a team. That's 17%. If they average 29 threes per game this year, that will be the second lowest in the NBA. That'll be the second lowest average threes taken per game in the NBA. And this team is not built around not taking an insane amount of threes. Like I really thought the Hawks were going to be around 40 threes per game this year. I thought it was just going to be an insane three-point just raining it down. Uh, 107 offensive rating last night. Once again, horrendous. Clint Capella had a nice game, 15 points, 13 rebounds, and Jalen Johnson had 21 points off the bench. Uh, Nine for 13, though, for Jalen, one for three from three-point range. The only real reason that the Hawks were even in this game even close was Clint Capella's play inside the paint. He played really well last night, uh, getting a double-double in his first game or the first game of the year. DeAndre Hunter was essentially a non factor. Uh, the perimeter defense, once again, for the Hawks last night was awful. Something we struggled with all year last year. DeAndre Hunter was invisible for 98% of this game. Sadiq Bey had a really nice game last night uh, 15 points, five five steals, and five rebounds. He had a. Uh, there were stretches and runs where it was all Sadiq Bey. Uh, I feel like. Half of his 15 points came in the thir- second quarter, where he just had a massive run. Uh, so a decent game out of Sadiq Bay, but overall horrible, horrible night for the uh, for the Hawks to open up on the road versus Charlotte. Charlotte's not a good team, and we dropped three of the four games against Charlotte last year, and we've dropped uh, one of one this year. First game we played against the Haw- uh, against the Hornets, we dropped it, we lost it. And this is a team, I know their expectations are not to get in the play-in round again. They are to get a playoff team. Uh, it's not going to happen the way they played last night, unless they improve the way they play over the season. If they continue to play the way they played last night, it is not going to happen. Friday Night Lions came out today. couple of huge matchups for our local teams and a lot of close games, it looks like, just from the uh, from the lines we are looking at. Uh, the first one we got is Bremen at Adairsville. That is essentially the region championship game right now. Bremen is a seven-point favorite against Adairsville. Or I think I think it th- I, actually I believe Bremen is a seven-point dog. I think I had that uh, written down backwards. Yeah, a Adair- Bremen is a seven-point dog. Adairsville, a home touchdown favorite against Bremen. Bremen undefeated in the region, as is Adairsville. This game is essentially for the region championship. Both teams, 5-0 in the region. So this should be a, uh, this, this is a huge matchup, man. This is a huge matchup. Uh, I, if you're giving me the points, I'm taking Bremen uh, minus seven. But if you're giving me Moneyline, I think I'm going to take Adairsville at home. Uh, Ad- Adairsville has played Raven County this year. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's a phenomenal team. They, uh, what was the score to that Raven County? I feel like it was a close game. Uh, Yeah, they played Raven County 35 to 20. Uh, Lower classification, but Raven County is a good team this year. I'm going to take, I think Daresville is going to win this money line, but Bremen uh, plus seven. I I think Bremen's going to, this is going to be like a field goal game. Uh, This is essentially for the region championship for their region. Next one is Carrollton at Campbell. Carrollton is a 42-point favorite on the road. To no surprise to anybody, Carrollton's a great team, and Campbell is a pretty terrible team. Campbell lost to East Calwita 35-22, and Carrollton dismantled East Calwita 56-24. Uh, Carrollton's last regular season game of the year. They take care of business on the road. I would even say they're going to cover that 42, that 42 point right there that they're they're favored by. I mean, they beat Westlake 31 to 7, and Westlake's a top 10 team. So 42 point favorite, Carrollton on the road. Give me Carrollton Trojans covering. Uh, Central on the road at Northwest Whitfield. Central is a 27 point favorite. That line is seems massive northwest whitfield is a decent team they're six and two this year i believe i believe central and uh they haven't i thought they had a i thought they had a common opponent in ringgold but the only the only common opponent uh they will have right now is they have Snoraville. uh carrollton 145 35 against snorriville northwest 120 120 uh northwest beat southeast whitfield 37 to nothing Carrollton or Central, we know exactly what they did. They beat Southeast sixty-one to nothing. At twenty-seven points, seems huge. I think Central is going to win this, but I mean that's almost four touchdowns right there. That they're favoring Central as on the road. Northwest Wetfield's like a decent team. They're not as good as Central, but they are uh, they are a decent squad. I think they're the probably the second best team in that region. Uh, it, it's it, it's in between them and uh, th- them in Cedar Town. I think are are and that that game is in the last game of the or the last week of the season Northwest at Cedartown. that should be for the two seed in Central's region but I I think Central wins this for sure but that's twenty seven points man that seems that seems massive I I can't I don't have that much confidence in Central that they're going to cover that twenty seven point spread but Central's going to win this for sure Central's going to win this one for sure and sew up a region championship. Harrelson County is on the road at Murray County, and I believe this is the second game of the year that Harrelson County has been favored in. They were also favored in the Gordon Central game, and they took care of business there. Uh, Like we said yesterday, the playoff scenarios for Harrelson County, they have to win out. They have to win out against Murray County and Fannin County to get a shot at the playoffs, and I think they take care of business this week as well. They are a 20-point favorite on the road. I don't know if they can cover that 20 points, but I do have a lot of faith that the Rebels are going to go into Murray County and get a win and keep their playoff hopes alive. The line that surprised me the most this week, Temple at Hurd County. Temple is an 11-point favorite on the road at Hurd County. This has to be the most surprising line I think we have This week Uh, This game is essentially Like we talked about yesterday This game is essentially for the two spot I don't believe either uh, Temple already lost to Lamar County And I don't think Hurd County is good enough to beat Lamar I think Lamar is going to win that region And uh, Hurd already beat Crawford And Temple should beat Crawford next week as well Crawford, Crawford will be the four seed So this game is to determine Who gets a home playoff game in round one uh, Herd County versus Temple. This is going for the two seed. Winner will be the two seed. Loser will be the three seed. Temple is an eleven point road favorite. That that kind of surprised me, man. I think Herd County has figured something out over the past four weeks. Uh, thirty seven to six win against Clarkston. The Arugulas about thirty five to fourteen loss versus McIntosh. But that McIntosh squad is they're pretty formidable this year, man. We saw. We saw McIntosh versus Central, uh, and Central beat them forty to twenty-one. But that that sent or that uh, McIntosh team, they're not bad. They're not a uh, they're not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and then back-to-back wins for Hurd County versus Crawford County and Mount Zion. Uh, Temple is sort of on the opposite end of the spectrum there, kind of the other side of the coin. And Temple's last five games, they're right now one and four losses to Lumpkin County, Pepperell, Bowden, and Lamar County. Uh, win against Midtown. The losses is to Bowden and the loss to Lamar County. No shame in that. Both those teams are going to be very good. Both those teams are going to be region champions more than likely. Uh, Temple as an 11-point favorite on the road. I don't know if I can get behind that, man. I don't know if I can get behind that. Uh, if you're giving me Hurd County plus 11 at home versus Temple, in, in a do-or-die game that uh, that determines home field advantage. If this game was in Temple, I might feel a little bit differently here. Might take Temple on the money line. I don't know if I'd take him at that minus 11, uh, but I'm going to take Herd County plus 11 at home in this matchup. Mount Zion goes on the road. They head to Christian Heritage and it's been, uh, it's been tough sledding for Brad Gordon and our Mount Zion Eagles over the past couple of weeks. Right now, five straight losses, Brookstone, Jasper County, Mount Pisgah Christian, Mount Vernon, and Hurd County. But none of those technically matter because they haven't started region play yet. They start region play this week at Christian Heritage and then home versus Bowden. Only three teams in that region, Mount Zion, Christian Heritage, and Bowden. They come away with a win tonight. They seal up second. They seal up a home playoff game for sure, and then they have a matchup versus Bowden next weekend to determine the region champion. Minus 20, Christian Heritage, a 20-point favorite at home. Uh, I'm going to take Christian Heritage on the money line, but I don't think they cover that 20, man. I think Mount Zion's going to make this one a lot closer than a lot of people might think for Christian Heritage. Uh, Christian Heritage lost the temple 41 to Temple 41-13 to earlier in the year, and I think uh, Zion's going to keep this one close and have a shot. I think they're going to have a shot in the fourth quarter. And then Villarica. Villarica is on the road. Villarica at Jackson on Friday. Remember, folks, this game is at 530. They moved this game to 530. Uh, and it is at that communal stadium. It is not on the campus of uh, Maynard Jackson High School. Villarica nine point favorite in this one. Give me the give me the Wildcats. Give me the Wildcats on the road, money line, and as a nine point favorite. I think they go in and take care of business against Jackson, and that is going to set up a huge matchup next week as the Wildcats welcome in Crapple Hill. Jackson right now riding a four game losing streak. One of the telltales to me, Jackson lost to Creekside 66-6 two weeks ago. 66-6, and Villarica played Creekside really well, 35-17. Jackson also lost to Mays 31-14, kind of a similar score to Villarica losing to Mays 27-14. But give me me Villarica. Give me Villarica on the road at Jackson, nine-point favorite. I think they cover. They win this one by at least two touchdowns. So a playoff scenario, we went over a little bit. Battle for 3A, battle for the number one seed is Friday night. If Bremen loses, they'll be the number two seed. If they win, they will be the number three, uh, number one seed. Uh, region 6 AAA is pretty clear, cut and dry. Bremen wins, they're the winner of that region, and they host rounds one and two. If they lose, they're the number two seed, and they still get the first round playoff at home. Region Seven 4 a little bit more complicated, but I don't think any of this is going to matter. If Central beats Northwest Whitfield, they are region champions. Cut and dry, plain and simple. If Central loses to Northwest, but beats Heritage, they are the number two. If Northwest beats Cedar Town next week, if Central loses to Northwest, beats Heritage, and Northwest loses Cedar t- loses to Cedar Town next week, Central is champions. If Central if Central loses out to Northwest Whitfield and Heritage, then all madness breaks loose. But honestly, like I said, to begin this rant, or not rant, but little breakdown, none of it's going to matter because Central isn't losing. Central is winning this week versus Northwest Whitfield, and they're winning next week versus Heritage. Central is going 10-0 on their regular season. They will be region champs, and they will win that region seven quad A. And kind of going back real quick to that that Bremen, uh, the Bremen matchup, their region uh, over on the other side in the in the playoffs, they match up with Lumpkin County, Wesley and White County, Gilmer, Dawson County, Pickens, and West Hall. I would assume they will welcome in if they get the number one seed. They will welcome in White County, Gilmer, or Dawson County for uh, for Central. And remember, uh, this is the this is the same region that Central faced last year. Uh, after Central beats Northwest Whitfield this weekend, and then beats uh, uh, beats Heritage next weekend. They will welcome in uh, Westminster, Hapeville, Miller, Glo- Miller Grove. One of those teams. That's who they. That's who they match up with in the playoffs. But it won't matter. The playoff scenario for Central, they're going to win out. Region five five A. This one. This one's pretty complicated as well. Uh, Maze or Creekside will win the region unless Creekside loses its mind against Tri Cities or Banneker. Uh, Creekside will win the region and Mays will finish number two. More than likely, that's that's ninety nine point nine percent likelihood right there. So really, the battle is for the three four. That's the big concern for us. Villarica plays at Jackson this Friday. If they beat Jackson and they beat Crapple Hill, or excuse me, if if Villarica beats Jackson and Crapple Hill beats Lithia Springs, next Friday's matchup will be for the three four seed. It'll both teams will be locked into the playoffs. It'll just determine who plays Jefferson and who plays Eastside uh, because those are the top two teams in the region that we will face off against in the playoffs. Uh, And Eastside and Jefferson play each other next Thursday, so we will know who will play who after that game against Crapple Hill next week. If Villarica takes care of business this week, if Villarica loses to Jackson and Crapple Hill as long as Lithia Springs loses to Mays on 11-4, Villarica will be the number four seed. If Villarica beats Jackson but loses to Crapple Hill, it'll put Villarica and Crapple Hill with the same region record. I assume head-to-head matters, and the tiebreak and Crapple Hill will get it. Not 100% sure there. we got to talk to Co- Coach Horsley about the tiebreak rule. If Villarica wins out, they are the three seed. Plain and simple, get that three seed. Probably will travel and play Eastside. I would assume Jefferson is going to win that region this year. Jefferson is a very, very good team this year. You want Eastside. You want to be the three seed. You want to go to Eastside and not to Jefferson. Jefferson is one of the better teams in 5A this year. Region 2, 7A. Plain and simple, Carrollton's region champs. Carrollton will host uh, the first and second round of the playoff games out there at uh, Grisham Stadium. Carrollton will welcome in... Uh, North Paulding, Harrison, or Hillgrove more than likely, which is kind of funny because Hillgrove has already played uh, Carrollton this year, so we already know what the outcome of that's going to be. They will face the four seed of Region 3 7A, and that is your high school football playoff scenarios for today. On the Mounts, uh, on the Marine South scoreboard from yesterday, in volleyball Temple Falls to Mount Vernon 3-1 in the state quarterfinals and Hurd County Falls to Mount Bethel Three to nothing in the state quarterfinals. So the only volleyball team that we have still in it is our Central Lady Lions. Uh, They play in a couple days. They are into the final four in softball down in Columbus. Hurd County beat Dade County one to nothing. Real pitchers duel down there. Temple Falls to Mount Vernon seven to two. And Bowden Falls to Lanier County two to nothing. And remember, folks, in softball. It is double elimination, not single elimination, like uh, most of the um, most of the playoffs here in Georgia, or for most of the sports at least. Uh, today on the Smith Floor Coverings Games and Events Calendar, still down in Columbus, still got three games going on there. Heard County beat, or Heard County is going to play Prince Avenue at one p.m. That is in the quarterfinals, and Temple plays Tryon at five p.m. and Bowden plays Glasscock County at five p.m. as well. Temple and Bowden. Both need wins today to keep on playing down in Columbus. Hurt County with no losses so far. Temple and Bowden with one loss. Two losses eliminate you from the playoffs. Time to get to another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Straughn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Victor Wabanyama finishes with 15 points in his debut as a spur and the dude was dominating all over the court blocking shots, bringing it up, throwing down dunks, hitting little uh, step back threes. Victor Yabinwama looked really good last night. And if he stays healthy, I think he's going to be a a force in the NBA, but staying healthy is going to be tough for that young man. Christoph Porzingis scores 30 and steals a win in Madison square garden with his Celtics, Debut. Kristaps Porzingis going back to the place where he started, back in Madison Square Garden. With the New York Knicks, he had 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 blocked shots, including scoring 9 straight points to put Boston ahead for good late in the 4th quarter. Kristaps still got some spring. He's still got some spring in those feet, man. Uh, Astros manager Dusty Baker says he will retire at the end of the season. It is the end of the season now for the Astros. This will end an illustrious 26-year career as a big league skipper highlighted by a World Series win last year. So congratulations to Dusty Baker, 74 years old. Dusty Baker, an absolute MLB legend. Uh, Army's inclusion keeps the AAC 14 strong in football. So if anybody missed it, Army will play in the AAC. uh, in The 2024 season is the first one. Army will serve as a replacement for SMU, which is joining the ACC next year to keep the AAC at 14 teams for football. So Army is officially joining a conference come next year. And today in baseball in 1996 in the World Series, the New York Yankees beat the Atlanta Braves 3-2 in Game 6 at Yankee Stadium to win the club's 23rd title. The MVP was the Bronx Bombers reliever John Wetland. And uh, that is your depressing Atlanta Braves stat of the day. We will have more of those depressing Atlanta Braves stats uh, on the coming podcast because I am sick and tired of these Braves losing every single October and going into November, and we're going to bring it up every single time because it pisses me off every time I think about it. For Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. Thanks for tuning in to the Morning 5. We will see you tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.